Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan McClenahan and I am your host of the podcast. Um, Today, I am so excited to welcome a special guest. Um, I'm welcoming this guest because he happens to be in town. Uh, He lives out of town and since he was in town, I thought, um, hey, why don't we have him as our podcast guest this week? So the guest uh, I'd like to introduce you to is Mr. Well. Reverend Dr. Mr. Michael McClenahan, my dad. So, Dad, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Yeah, I'm Mike, and uh, I'm a pastor in San Diego, California, in Solana Beach Presbyterian Church. And uh, we're visiting this week to hang out with Brendan and Rachel and our three granddaughters. Yes. And so I said, Dad, you want to be on the podcast with me? I'm looking for a podcast guest. This is something I'm going to be doing this week anyway. You're doing work. You're doing your stuff this week remotely. Um, what was your thoughts when I said, do you want to do the podcast? Well, kind of fun to do this together. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a, this is the passages of scripture that I'm going to be preaching on November 1st. Yep. So I thought, Me too. I thought it would be a, a good prep for my sermon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Working ahead. Yeah, it's kind of cool. We uh, That's one of the things I love about the Rise Common Lectionary that this Bible reading plan follows is that there are churches around the nation and around the world that use this as their Bible reading plan. And so it's kind of cool. You you can talk to other people at different churches and sometimes they're reading the same exact passages. So it's kind of cool. Anyway, so what we're going to do in the Bible reading plan it, podcast today is we're going to read this passage and then we are going to just try to listen for one thing that's standing out to us. It could be something that is troubling us. It could be something that we have a question about, or we've always wondered. It could be something that we're curious about, or you know, it could be something that excites us, or um, an insight that we get, um, something we've never noticed before. And I encourage you guys at home to do the same as you're listening to the passage. Um, just listen to the passage and see what's sticking out to you. If if you would, uh, I would love it if you would just send me an email with your own thoughts about this passage to enter the conversation, and I'll try my best to include those in the podcast. With that, um, Dad, you want to read Joshua 3, verses 7 through 17 for us, and then yeah. we'll reflect? Yep. The Lord said to Joshua, This day I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel so that they may know that I will be with you as I was with Moses. You are the one who shall command the priests who bear the Ark of the Covenant. When you come to the edge of the waters of the Jordan, you shall stand still in the Jordan. Joshua then said to the Israelites, draw near and hear the words of the Lord your God. Joshua said, by this you shall know that among you is the living God, who without fail will drive out from before you, the Canaanites, Hittites, Hivites, Perizzites, Girgashites, Amorites, and Jebusites. The Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of all the earth is going to pass before you on the Jordan. So now select 12 men from the tribes of Israel, one from each tribe. 
when the soles of the feet of the priests who bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, rest in the waters of the Jordan. The waters of the Jordan flowing from above shall be cut off. They shall stand in a single heap. When the people set out from their tents to cross over the Jordan, the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant were in front of the people. Now the Jordan overflows all its banks throughout the time of harvest. So when those who bore the Ark had come to the Jordan and the feet of the priests bearing the Ark were dipped in the edge of the water, the waters flowing from above stood still, rising up in a single heap far off at Adam, the city that is beside the Zarethan, while those flowing toward the sea of the Arabah, the Dead Sea, were wholly cut off. Then the people crossed over opposite Jericho. While all Israel were crossing over on dry ground, the priests who bore the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood on dry ground in the middle of the Jordan until the entire nation finished crossing, crossing over the Jordan. Hmm. Thanks, Ted. So as you're reading that, is there anything that immediately jumps to your mind, like a word or phrase that catches your attention? Well, I, I think this is a passage that reminds us of the role of leadership to be listening to God. And I think Joshua's desire was that God would be with him as he was with Moses. So I think that first, first verse, um, so that they may know that I will be with you as I with Moses. And here the people of God are looking for a leader who is leading with integrity, who leads with a sense of God's presence and experience of God's presence. And so I think this is important that this is a sign of how Joshua is with, that God is with Joshua as he was with Moses. Yeah, that's really cool. Just to not skip over that first verse and to pay attention to maybe Joshua's need as a leader to know that God is with him. Um, before he does any of these things. I wonder if Joshua is a little bit self-conscious or insecure going, man, Moses used to do this kind of stuff. I wish he was here right now. He ought to be the one doing this. Mm -hmm. um, I miss him. And I don't know if I could ever be like him or fill his shoes. I mean, can you imagine like trying to follow Moses and just feeling like not good enough, probably. I mean, that's what I'd be feeling if I was Joshua. And then to realize that God is telling you that um, he wants everyone to see that um, God is with Joshua, like how important that is for Joshua, not only to know that God is with him, but for him to know that everyone knows that God is with him, mm -hmm. like how encouraging that would be uh, for Joshua, just to know that right at the outset. Mm -hmm. I think uh, during these times that we're living in where there's so much uncertainty and we're doing things for the very first time, we can identify with Joshua, who is, you know, wondering at the very beginning of Joshua 1, it says, God said to Joshua, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Now be strong and courageous. And this is an opportunity for us to see how he was courageous, because God was with him. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Courage. I mean, we were talking earlier today about how courage is given. Mm -hmm. um, it's not always something, you're not just born with courage, like courageous people. I don't think Joshua was born with courage, but he's encouraged. You know, he's, he's been, courage is a gift that he's been given mm -hmm. by God here, that God is with him and God isn't going to leave him. That even if he steps into the water and does, you know, leads people through this huge transition 
from wandering the desert to the promised land. This is a big identity marker. And this is huge for Israel that God is with him. He's not going to go anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. God's not going to, God is not just the God of, you know, that, that delivered them from Egypt, but also one who's going to deliver them into the promised land. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I was, something that I was noticing was um, this asymmetry of walking across a body of water on dry ground, you know, that marked their entry into the desert mm-hmm. and the entry out of the desert. Makes me think of, you know, Jesus uh, being baptized mm-hmm. on his... Maybe in this place. Maybe at this very exact place, right? That's a good... In the Jordan. So at least it's the same waters, the waters of the Jordan. Pretty much, So there's some baptism stuff, new identity being given to Joshua as a leader who God is with and also a leader that is entering into the promised land, um, giving the people a new identity, not as wandering people, but as the people of the promise, people of the covenant. That's huge. But um, Mm -hmm. I think what was mostly sticking out to me was it says, now select 12 men from the tribes of Israel, one from each tribe. Okay. Am I right in saying that those 12 men are the priests who go and carry the ark forward? It seems Mm -hmm. like that's what it's saying is a point. I mean, this is, representative leadership i mean it's, this is what our you know democracy is based around this is what um our governance like in reform polity. reform polity is based around is the idea that um you we elect few to lead the many and um we someone like joshua can't invest in he can't lead everybody he can't be everything to everyone and he can't lead all of the people across but he can lead these 12 people so he's appointing them. Um, so there's a cool thing with election, and that's a reformed, you know, mm-hmm. um, staple in our, our theology is election. But he's appointing them to be leaders and to lead first. And these leaders are are you know being pioneers mm-hmm. on behalf of the pe- on behalf of their tribes, and they're called to go and put their feet down into the water before the water has stopped. Yeah, you know, and before they see God stop the waters, he's asking them to take his, him at his word rather than seeing it with their eyes. They're, he's asking them to walk by faith, not by sight. He keeps talking, God keeps talking about uh, the priests who bear several times in here, mm-hmm. those who bore, those who bear the ark of the Lord, which is the presence of God among his people. And this is not any presence of any God. This is the Lord of all the earth. And so they are asked to bear the presence of God and take a step into the water. Mm-hmm. So even the leadership here of those that are being delegated to have the assurance of God's presence. Mm-hmm. They're not just asked to go figure it out for themselves or to have their own strength or courage. They're doing it knowing that they're bearing the presence of God on their shoulders, mm-hmm. which is a great image of the blessing of leadership. I think about um, when, at least in our church, when we ordain elders and deacons, we have a service of ordination and installation or when a new pastor is ordained uh, and we have the laying on of hands, which is what Moses does for Joshua. And this idea of bearing the presence of God, you lay on, you lay hands on as the presence of God and that, that, leader not only the pastor but elders and deacons and by extension those who they lead yep. bear the presence of god and i think that's that's cool it isn't just that we have superhero joshua who's doing this all by himself mm-hmm. 
And even even the leaders that he elects to lead, they're not superiors here. They don't do anything other than bear God's presence. Mm-hmm. And if we believe in God's sovereignty, if we believe in a almighty God who has grace for us and for the world and who is accomplishing his will in the world, then um, we don't have to feel like we have to do it all ourselves. We can simply take the step out, bearing God's presence into the places that we go and watch God uh, do the miracles he wants to do in order to lead us into his promise. So they take one step and the waters part. Mm-hmm. So that one step gives them confidence. They can take the next step yeah. and the next step and the next step. Just and then they step. watch all the people pass in front of them. So not only is Joshua blessed by this, but the leaders are blessed by it and the people are blessed mm-hmm. by this experience of walking by faith. Yeah, that's cool. So Today, as you walk by faith, you don't know what's happening next. I mean, after this podcast, you have no idea what's going to happen. You might think you know what's going to happen, but you don't know. And you also might be feeling like there's things today that you have to do by yourself and you're all on your own. And this passage is a great reminder that you bear the presence of God into every place that you go, just like Joshua does when he's feeling like he can't be a Moses. Um, He doesn't need to be Moses. He just, Joshua bearing the presence of God. And he's surrounded by other people who are also bearing the presence of God with him. He's not alone in that Mm -hmm. sense either. Mm -hmm. So you're not alone. You bear God's presence with you in all the places you go. And all you have to do is take one step, especially if you feel like there's a, you know, a big um, mission in front of you that you have to accomplish. Um, Think about what the first step you have to take of faith is and uh, let that be enough. Mm -hmm. So with that, go in peace, everybody. Have a great rest of your Monday. And we'll catch back up with you tomorrow. What are we reading tomorrow? Let's see. Um, Psalm 107 is tomorrow. So we'll see you tomorrow for Psalm 107. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm